episode 107, Corey Shanes. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Check out this fantastic podcast. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum, my mentoring and coaching for men worldwide who know they are capable of way more. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, claim a limited strategy session with me. Don't delay though, these are limited. Obviously, there's only one of me and I'm talking to all of you personally. So get in there. We start mid-January, so you need to get your allocation in now so I can talk to you before the start. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, we have a brilliant one for you today. We have the 24-7 entrepreneur, Corey Shanes. He's a serial entrepreneur, small business owner, internet marketing consultant, and personal branding expert. He's a music geek, a hockey fanatic, and a MacGyver in the kitchen, which I think is uh, important to mention. He was born and raised in New York City. Corey Shanes has demonstrated a desire to help current and inspiring business owners. He's utilizing a substantial amount of passion, energy, and knowledge, understanding the effort required in becoming successful. Corey assists individuals looking to shorten the learning curve when it comes to running a business. He has over 20 business or has had over 20 businesses all online. His main business at the moment is 24-7 Entrepreneur. He's the founder of a social media company, branding a, building a brand online, which we just to- talked about before the interview that he's just recently sold. Um, so it's all about 24-7 Entrepreneur for him. And he will, we're going to discuss exactly what that means. He is not available 24-7. Um, <laughs> firstly, before we get into that, Corey, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Yeah, absolutely. Let's Please. rock and roll. And I mean, I got to say, you, you make my bio sound so much more better with that accent you've got going on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. So, I mean, firstly, is there anything you want to add or take away from your bio? I- um, I've been an entrepreneur, really, since I could talk and walk. I've had, you know, I've had the lemonade stand when I was five. I had the, the trading card business. I had the CDs you know, give out during college and everything in between. So, you know, the evolution of being a business owner, I mean, I'm only 30, but I've had 20 to 25 years of business experience just doing it since I was a kid. Um, So that usually catches people because, you know, there'll be people 10 years older than me with less experience running a business. Um, And, you know, it all ties in. And, you know, nowadays, yeah, all the businesses that I run or work with are, internet related because of the low overhead. Um, and of course it wasn't always that way. So I can incorporate knowledge from, you know, all these various different businesses that I've owned when it comes to consulting a client um, or, you know, talking to a friend or giving some advice because um, really every, pretty much everything I look at in life is through the scope of business, yeah. which is really helpful in business and really debilitating outside of business. Could you tell us a little bit about your, your origins growing up? What are the key stages to get to this place you are today? Like, what did you want to be when you were growing up? You said you were entrepreneurial. Was it, was it always just entrepreneurial and you didn't mind what avenue? So, like, I guess ever since I was, like, you know, since I could walk and talk, I had the association that in order to make money, I had to sell something to a client. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that just evolved. I remember, you know, having baseball cards or actually they were hockey cards and basketball cards and selling them at a trade show or at like a county fair with a friend and having a table and being like a 10 or 11 year old selling sports cards. And um, I had a connection to getting the, the cards at a, you know, at a wholesale price. When CD ROMs were brand new, I sold 
CDs, like CDRs to friends because they wanted to make like a mixed CD for their girlfriend or whatever in high school. And then I remember I had a passion for cooking and I took a look at culinary schools, but I realized I didn't want to become a chef. I want to become the owner of a restaurant and I wasn't going to learn how to become a restaurant owner. So I ended up taking a college program in upstate New York and Albany on um, business and accounting and did a four-year program. But by the third year, I was bored and got involved in a franchise and had an exterior home painting company for a couple of years while I was a college student. It was basically selling paint jobs done by college students to homeowners. Yeah. Um, so that evolved. And, you know, that was actually the first time I ran a business I was doing six figures a year. But it was also, I wasn't making the, the margins I should be making because it was a very hard business to run with a lot of margin, a lot of overhead and a lot of variables. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I've done, you know, do, uh, over a dozen network marketing things that just didn't work out. It sounds like we're leading up to almost like an awakening type moment when it did start working. Was there a moment when it discovered a bit more of use of the internet in business? Yeah, actually pretty spot on because um, what, what happened was I got, um, I got involved in a company selling some stuff and was like the second network marketing company I'd ever done or third. And um, after like a couple of months of doing it, we weren't getting paid right. I'm like, oh my God, F this stuff. Like I keep, I've done, you know, a couple of these, I've done a couple of these things and the bottom falls out and I'm not, you know, I have to start over. And I remember, um, I just remember, I remember reading a book being like, all right, I need more leverage in what I'm doing starting to touch into the internet thing. And then I finally, I just figured out how to make my own um, WordPress site. And I built the 24-7 Entrepreneur, not what it looked like today, what it looked like originally. Yeah. And um, after I did that, what happened with some of my friends that I had on Facebook, because I, you know, I'd publish a blog post. I'd be like, hey, I wrote a blog. And I'd, I'd become new to this, I'd publish a blog, blah, blah, blah. And some of my friends from the old network marketing companies that I had worked in, who were my friends on Facebook said, I like your website. I need a website too because of the exact problem that I had. Yeah. And I paid you to make me one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> me sure. Well, then I, he paid me. Then he referred three friends. So in like a three-day period, I had four people buy a $500 website for me. And it was like the first time in my life where I made two grand in like a few days. Yeah. Like, wow, I got two grand. Um, yeah. I quickly learned that $500 wasn't enough to get a website done for people. And that, that two grand was like slavery. <laughs> uh, but I did eventually grow a business out of it because um, then I did an info product teaching how to build a website for yourself instead of doing it for people. Yep. But then I found out that people still needed stuff done for their website. They needed graphics, they needed web, web development, they needed branding. Um, so in 2010, I learned about the idea of just hiring people. I mean, I knew how to hire people, but I used the concept of the, the painting business where I had people painting people's houses yeah. and I had people designing people's websites and stuff. And I found out, you know, what the real cost is to do a high quality website. You know, I've got a full time couple of guys who do graphics for me. I got a couple of guys who do web development for me full time. I've got a video editor who works for me. I've got a few more people who are just tied in. And then I've got a person who manages the whole group that I just talked to, to consolidate my information. Yeah. And the whole thing is all because I got frustrated that doing these different businesses wasn't working. And I then took initiative to fix it for myself and then tell my friends what I was doing and then them being interested and being sure I could help you and figure out how to systematize and turn it into a business. You know, 
that was almost five years ago. And I mean, it went from right. charging 500 bucks to make a website that I should have charged $1,500 to, to charging, you know, about $5,000 these days to do a good yeah. website for people. And the reason I could charge them that is because I know what works and they could turn around and make money with their website. So the amount that I'm charging is much less than what they're going to make. Brilliant. Well, talking about this then, this is our Yoda question. Who helped? It doesn't sound like, it sounds like it's very sort of a very personal thing there, but who helped Awakening Rubber? Who helped either inspire you from afar or was there any, any key figures along the journey that really helped you uh, ramp it up at that time? I mean, there's a lot of people. Um, there's always, you know, the way I look at it is if somebody's got more money in their bank account than me and it's worth hearing their advice. Um, so, you know, I, I distinctly remember coaching with somebody named Jeffrey Combs, who, um, this was in 2008, who kind of like got myself out of my own shit. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, probably a year later, I wouldn't have had the confidence to blog if I hadn't talked to him first. And he was definitely... Um, one of those business mentors you pay for, you get five hours to work with. Um, I've, you know, I've gone to his workshops since. I, I've spoken at his events. I've gone to his, you know, small, small type events. I've gone to his bigger events. Um, and he was a big person who just switched my mindset from being somebody who was previously depressed at a few things I had tried didn't work to, hey, let's figure out how to make it all work. Um, yeah. So he was definitely very important. Um, my friend Arthur, um, Arthur from, he, he and I went to the same high school, and the thing about Arthur Tubman is that he's introduced me to a lot of the people who I've mentored with. People like Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Workweek, the idea of creating a business with leverage was important. Yeah. I remember getting in the email sequence for a website called uh, Income Diary, and it was like 30 days to making money with a blog, and I just followed it step by step, and I was making money in a couple of weeks. Um, and that's how I turned around and became, you know, into this blog stuff. It got the ball rolling. Definitely. Okay. When it comes to websites then, what are some uh, key mistakes you see people making when it comes to setting up their own website? So the biggest mistake that I see everybody do right now, the number one mistake is they get a bunch of quotes on who could build a website for them and they pick the cheapest answer. Yeah. And, or they pick the second cheapest answer. And then they put the money down and then they get into it and then they realize that the person they paid gave them a low price because the person needed the money and didn't have the resources to get the work done. Then they come, then those people find a person like me who has all the resources set up, who actually knows the real numbers, who knows what has to be done, find out that we have to basically delete 80% of what they already had done for them. Most of their money is sunk and they have to actually pay the price that the, the real people were giving them. Yeah. Uh, so generally, it's going to be three to five times more expensive than your cheapest price. Yeah. Is going to be the right price. If you're going to do it yourself for a foundation, that's one thing. Because you could show somebody and be like, I made this, but I want the better version. Yeah. yeah. Um, that works um, if you have some type of technical knowledge. But that is one big thing. It's like they get a quote from the cheapest possible. They take the quote. And they realize that they just set that money on fire. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Aside from that, every mistake is um, a different mistake. So, like, if you're making a website with the intention of making money, with a call to action, like, I don't rec like, I don't say I have a web design company. Yeah. I have a marketing company. We do web design in house. 
We do graphics in-house for my marketing company. Now, is my price a premium? Yeah, it's a little bit of a premium, but here's the deal. You're getting a marketing company that's going to make a website that makes people opt-ins and make some money. A web design company doesn't have enough experience doing that. Yeah, they just make things look pretty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, unless it's a web design company saying, you know, we make websites with conversions in mind, yeah. they're just going to make you a website because they think it looks good. Um, if they're not talking to you about what your call to action is, they're not talking to you about your buy button, if they're not talking to you about the language on your headlines and on your buy button, they're not the right company to make you money with your website. They're just the company who's going to design, they're an order taker. Yeah. So you don't want to hire an order taker for a web design company if you have a business. You want to hire a company that could actually get you a result because the order taker isn't going to do, you don't, you're just asking for the order. You don't, the person who's buying the website doesn't actually know conversions unless they've been through a course. No, that's a really good point. That's some really strong advice there, definitely. We're going to mix it up then. We're going to find out yeah. a little bit more about you, the man behind the 24-7 entrepreneur. And this is the yin-yang round. So this, I'm just going to give you some 50-50 options. And okay. then we'll just see where you go on it and then we'll find out a bit more about you. Okay. We start this off nice and easy. Day or night? Oh, I'm a night owl. Okay, cool. I, I, want, I don't want to... I want to... I actually get more energy once the sun starts to set. I was gonna. I can tell. I thought you was gonna go that way because when uh this well today this morning for me when I was saying oh you okay to talk later today, I was expecting you to get it like your morning and you were like yeah I'm just going to bed in a minute so yeah let's make it a little bit later so what yeah time? you messaged me and I'm like it's like two or three in the morning and I'm doing the math of when I'm gonna be awake yeah I was thinking whoa yeah I did the maths when you <laughs> shorts or jeans oh jeans um shorts like I'm wearing them right now wear a suit. So I, like every day, I used to wear a suit, I've, I used to wear a tie, and I've always made more money since I've had that like California lifestyle of t-shirt, shorts, all the time. <laughs> okay. Facebook or email? Oof, oh my God. <laughs> so yes, I'd rather be on Facebook because I could chat and I could use Messenger. Facebook. <laughs> but if somebody's a client of mine, I prefer something like Basecamp or email where it's organized and structured. But if we're having a conversation or if it's a prospective client, it's Facebook or, or phone. But the, okay. once the moment somebody goes from, I'm going to be your client, I'm going to pay you money. Yeah. Facebook becomes irrational. Yeah. Because there's too many conversations going on Facebook to address a client's concerns on Facebook. Unless the client wants to message me and be like, Hey, I saw you're here. Here's something cool to do. But business conversations with some money, gotta be email, base camp, somewhere it can be tracked and managed and somebody else can view it. Yeah. But when it comes to conversing, Facebook. Right. Google Plus, LinkedIn. Ooh, get in the two weird networks. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to pair them up. It's one more. Oh, I like it. Okay. Oh. Hmm. So this is interesting because <laughs> I I gotta have, this is one where I can't, I have to give you a complicated answer. <laughs> so I've had LinkedIn for a while. There's tons of people on LinkedIn who are pre-qualified. Yeah. I have lots of connections on there. I have like over 2,000. Yeah. I get requests every day. And I bet if I worked LinkedIn more, I would get business off of LinkedIn. Yeah. However, LinkedIn is so institutionalized that it's almost hard to be on it for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Now, Yesterday, I went on, link, on Google Plus using my client's account, and I tried an experiment. I, you know, she's got clean, healthy food, 
and I joined a food group with over 800,000 people in Google Plus, a community yeah. of people who like food. And I made a post in there at four in the morning and she's gotten over a hundred page views on her website to a blog post or like two blog posts because I put the link in the group and everybody in the group liked it. So like, wow. I, here's the thing. I don't think it's Google Plus or LinkedIn or Facebook. I think, <laughs> I think it's communities. Yeah. I think it's Facebook groups. I think it's Google communities. I think it's LinkedIn groups where there's a niche of a niche where if you interact with that and you build friendships and trust, you can get leads. Um, I think the different networks, it's really going to be where can you spend your time the most? Which one do you yeah. like the most? No, I, these, are, these are brilliant answers and I like the explanations. I'm just going to come back to it. So at this yeah. sitting as you are now, if once someone said, right, one of these is going to go off your computer as of now, Google Plus or LinkedIn today, you sitting there. I would keep both and get rid of my Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is the entrepreneur, the rebel. He's just changing the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to answer this one then. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram. This is the point of the yin-yang round. As of now, and you can change your mind tomorrow. <laughs> Instagram. If you had to go and make a post now, you thought, right, I want to go and put something on there. What's the one you're going to do first, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Hands down. There we go. I, I love Instagram. I just learned new stuff about Instagram. I get engagement. I get better engagement on Instagram than on Facebook, and I have a smaller following on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram. is definitely it's on the way up, I think. Yes, monster. Um, YouTube or Twitter? YouTube. Okay. Um, and then, well, I think we just answered this before. Instagram or YouTube? Ooh. Hmm. If I'm on my computer, YouTube. If I'm on my phone, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're wriggly. Yeah, we got well, uh, okay, Adam, I'll tell you one thing really quickly that I was, this is feedback that was given to me. Um, so I found out that basically about 49 and a half percent of people choose, make, choose similar like things every day. Yeah. And 49% of populations like I want random. So like some people need to be at a job nine to five every day and that makes them satisfied. Some people need a job where it's shifting hours and they have a new schedule every week. Um, but the way my brain works, which is identified in this program with the person who was pointing it out to me, it was doing is, well, I have like this 1% brain where it's a combination of randomness and similarity. Yeah. So on, for an outsider, it's like, there's that complicated answer. I'm like, well, if it's on my phone, it's situational answers, right? Um, so for me, it works. But at the same time, for most people, they're like, well, why is it like that? Why can't you make a choice? And I'm like, well, <laughs> if I use YouTube on my phone, it's going to die. <laughs> Instagram on your I like, well, this is, hey man this is probably the most we've this we found out so much from the yin yang round sometimes <laughs> it was very very short and blunt but that was no that was very useful cool. now we're on to this this is i think this should go all right though we're on the complete blank around so you just got to complete my sentence fill in the blank and cool. we'll find out some more about you okay your best friend would describe you as outrageous with multiple personalities <laughs> See, this is all right because it's your friend who's described it, so he can make a decision. I like that. <laughs> okay. The last time you were drunk was? A couple of nights ago. Anything of note? You weren't out in Vegas with Sam. I was just saying, actually, no, I haven't no. mentioned in the interview, but Sam Deva put us together. He was episode 99, social media show, who's over in Vegas. Um, so thanks for Sam for that. You should listen to his episode as well. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam, Sam is really entertaining. And last time I was in Vegas, I definitely drank a lot and Sam got some of the after 
part of the, the, the result of how I looked in the morning on camera. It's actually probably going to be on his YouTube channel for the social media show soon. Of he spent 24 hours with me. Oh, that, yeah, this is he mentioned this. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, my God. I don't, I definitely don't have one. I don't have a favorite. Like, like, Top two? <laughs> like a hundred favorites. Top two today. <laughs> <laughs> which one's, which one springs to mind? Which one of your top ten springs to mind? Okay, the first movie name that came to mind is something that I haven't watched in years. Is Vanilla Sky? Oh, which, that's quite which, a weird one, isn't it? That like everyone had mixed views on that. Yeah, everybody had mixed views, and I probably have it on my shelf somewhere. It kind of was a movie about lucid dreaming. Yeah, you know where it started and ended, ended, and like. I like the whole concept of lucid dreaming. Um, so that's a big one. And then, you know, not to be like cheesy, I think a movie that I've watched over and over again that I can see metaphors in my own life from is gotta be the movie The Matrix. Um, I'm sure like you hear that a lot on the show or something. <laughs> it's come um, up a few times, but no, it's, yeah, it's not like I'm gonna be, I'm not like sitting around wearing Matrix t-shirts or anything. But, like, <laughs> That movie stands out to me as like super relevant. Like you said, first two that come to mind. Those two. Okay, if I was ever to visit your particular area of New York, I should give me a call and go out. <laughs> what is what is there of note around you? Because obviously, there's so much to do in and around New York. You definitely want to go with a local because we will avoid where the tourists are, yeah. and like we'll, you'll get the benefit of being in a bar with a person with a New York accent, which means drinks are going to be a different price <laughs> and um if you go to new york you definitely if you had to ask around you want to go to the lower east side okay uh, but take a look around there because like that area is really neat and it's a bunch of low risers not like a bunch of skyscrapers in the middle of manhattan but the thing i like to do is do the thing in that city that you're supposed to do in that city yeah. so it's like go to new york like eat a bagel for breakfast you know Get, get pizza for lunch, go out to an expensive restaurant for dinner, go to a, go to a comedy club at night. You've you called it, you've called it. That when I was in New York, literally I, I was in a very, very short time, I was running out of time and I was like, I was like grabbing a piece of pizza while I was looking for some New York cheesecake as I was literally leaving the airport, just like <laughs> getting it all in there. I, absolutely. You know, I, gotta, I gotta eat all the carbs. I gotta eat all the carbs. I gotta make sure I have carbs and fat today because I'm in New York. <laughs> quality um, we're to the alpha round now so this is where you're going to give us any more tools tips and resources and we like to start that off with a particular book you could recommend if you can pin it down to one or two okay so here's the thing about me i love non-fiction i love books about business i have tons of books about business the person who's listening in has got literally one day and they're gonna you they want a book they can't read them all which one are you gonna slap in the hand exactly and here's the thing they've only got a day so I'm going to give you a book that could be consumed in a day. Here it is. And um, then I'm going to show you a bonus book, which I'm going to say is a book that probably most people have never heard that they should buy. Good, good. Okay. okay. So I just was traveling back and forth to um, Salt Lake City, Utah for business. And flying there, there was a book that I literally read for five hours. It's a memoir. It's called What I Was Doing When You Were Breeding. <laughs> and it's a memoir it's written by a girl who um is a comedy writer in hollywood yeah 
she's like 40 now. The book starts in the year 2000. Since the year 2000, she's gone on almost a trip, international trip every year because of the nature of her business. And it's got business, it's got life lessons. Yeah. It's got, let's see, it's got life lessons. It's got comedy in it. It's inspirational that you could travel and do all these things. Really? It's got, it's got tons of sex in it because she's like hooking up with people in different countries. And that's fun. <laughs> to that. And it was like the perfect book to read on an airplane. Perfect. That's a good one. Yeah. Like you say, no one's going to have recommended that one. I like it. Nobody's going to recommend this one. What's the other one? What's the other one? Okay. And here's the thing. Um, if you could get Kristen Newman on your show. Kristen Newman, yeah. And what was the bonus book? So that's the book, basically, if you want to read something you can't stop reading. Yeah. And here's a book that I just think is awesome, that is really helpful, that most people, that nobody else is going to recommend. A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming. Oh, Mastering it's, the Art of, I don't even know how to say that last word. I've just seen it. Mastering the Art of, I don't know how. <laughs> and, and it, <laughs> it, 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 stumped a long, I've never seen that word in my life. <laughs> right? So, so basically you've seen the movie Inception. Yeah. Here's how to do Inception to yourself. Ooh. I got to throw one last thing in, Adam. <laughs> if you're a business owner and you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, just stop everything and read Think and Grow Rich. Just read a chapter a day until you're done. Um, I, had a mentor- listen, I just got that for my birthday. That was on my, my overdue to-do list. And I just got a, a, like some about five key books for my birthday. Just I actually me. trust people more when they're like, I've read that book. And like, I know- I've got it. <laughs> I got it, hear me, I'm almost- I was like, I was like literally, I can't recommend it until I've read it. <laughs> I had a mentor who read it over a hundred times and he was doing $1.4 million a year at the time. And he was one of the first millionaires I've met and became friends with. And if he said that that was the most important book to read, yeah. then I- Do you have The Richest Man in Babylon in your bookshelf yet? I'm sorry. Well, I'll pick that one up too. Okay. <laughs> so it's only about five or ten books there we go right we're moving on we're moving on all the books <laughs> do you have a particular resource that you'd like to recommend for anyone listening um as a business owner as a person who works from home right mm-hmm. uh, you know a obviously you know if you're working from home you know you want to read like tim ferris's blog and stuff and get better at that but yeah. i think the resource that gets overlooked because this is what i overlooked initially in the first few years of my own online business is find resources for like health and nutrition for yourself. You know, make sure if you're finding a business mentor, make sure you're also staying accountable for your own, your own health and wellness. Um, you know, I've got a client whose uh, Facebook page is clean food crush, get some of those recipes and like that stuff. Like you can literally like not eat junk food and not gain weight and do very minimal workouts and stay in shape. Yeah. And I used to think it was very complicated. Um, and it wasn't that it was complicated. I just made it complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, hey, if you want simplicity as well, if you're a man listening to this, my alpha ultimatum, it's a great time to mention that, it's out in January, so I can give you guys, go, on to, my, go on to my page, apply, and we'll uh, have a strategy call about that, and I'll sort you guys out. But um, yeah, yeah no, I didn't know you up for that, and it comes full circle because I set you up. <laughs> I have to mention that in there because it, it is the thing, you know, There's, I interview so many successful people, and uh, 
Most of them, though, as I say, their workout is an essential part, like their health and their diet is an essential part, even if their business is nothing to do with that area. They know if they improve that, it's going to improve all the areas of their life. You know, and the thing is, I used to overwork out. I used to work out too much, so it seemed like working out was a big chore. Yeah. And then when I learned that that wasn't the case and it stopped being a chore, chore I was yeah. able to start doing it and you know, being conscious of what you're putting into your body because like the worst case scenario is that you get super rich and you drop dead. Mm. <laughs> there is, yeah, no, totally. And you can, you can get sidetracked if you get into like tunnel vision and you're just working, 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 working. Like we just spoke before and like I was today, I, I was slightly out of my routine and I just, I was working, working, working. And I was like, well, shall I, I've got, I really needed it. And I just went and just blasted a 20 minute workout, which is one of my shorter ones. And uh, it was a brilliant one. And I'm so glad I did, but I knew I'd be, you know, more up for this interview. And I just, long term, I, I have to do these things, even when you're, uh, you know, work is really stacked up that day, potentially. Sure. You've got a lot on your plate, you, like you say, because the thing you mentioned as well, working at home, there is the danger. Like you, you say you do late nights and stuff as well. You can work as much as you want. Yeah, it's just setting the boundaries for yourself and setting non-negotiable. Okay, who would you recommend that I interview very soon, if not next, very soon, um, and why? Is there anyone that springs to mind? For male, why don't I do this? For male, you got to interview Avram Gonzalez because he's okay. the connection point between me and Sam. Okay. So I wanted to go full circle. But the thing about him is when I first met him, he was a college senior living with his mom and dad. The guy went from like, broke hippie to doing a quarter of a million dollars. Cool. No, that should be a good story. We, you have to connect us. That, yeah, they become full circle as well. So let's get on to your ladies then. Alpha women. So alpha women, women first one right away is Rachel Mazer. She's got almost 100,000 likes on her Facebook fan page and no previous experience building a fan page. She's got over 73,000 followers on Instagram. And she, I took a couple of her tips from Instagram and implemented it all my engagement doubled overnight. Brilliant. Uh, her yeah, fans, we get them tips. Yeah, we let her pass them on. That's brilliant. I want you to do your homework and track this girl down and get her on the show because she's Kirsten not your typical interview. Kirsten Newman. All right. And you know, the thing is, I bet Kristen will want to do it because she'll want to talk about her book. Well, I'd like to finish this show then. Is there a particular success or alpha quote that you like to live your life by? Is anything spring to mind? Yeah, so just a quote that I probably had in my Facebook profile since the day I created it. It's how you deal with failure that determines how you achieve success. Well, as is a great way to finish the show, what's the best way people can connect with you if they want to hear more? Um, you know, a great way to connect with me is to look me up on Facebook, Corey Shane, C-O-R-Y-S-C-H-A-N-E-S. I'm the only Corey Shanes in on planet Earth from the research I've done. If you go to CoreyShanes.com or the 247entrepreneur.com, you can see my website. Um, if you want to talk to me on the phone, there's a thing up there that says work with me. Yeah. And you basically have to play 20 questions with me and I'll do a phone call with somebody. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about their business and, um, you know, find, you know, I've said it before. It's like, if you really want to get my attention, friend me on Facebook like my stuff, comment on my stuff, yeah. fill up my client application, talk on the phone. Let's see if I could help your business because if I can help your business, I'll make you a lot more money than you ever yeah. spent with me. And if I can't help your business, I'll tell you front, up front. And I, as you could tell, I don't like for every question you had, I have like three different answers. <laughs> and Definitely. So like, it's great for people. They talk to me and I just put them in the right direction or yeah. I tell them to work with me. And that's, I mean, I completely, I, 
agree with you there because like if, if someone can't be bothered to answer it if they seriously want to talk to you and your help they're going to be willing to fill in literally a few questions which takes you know a minute or two and if, if that's too much of a barrier then it's, it's, it's not worth getting on the phone really is it <laughs> yeah i mean i think to fill up my questions it takes like three to five minutes yeah i've got some specific questions because i want to get on the phone with somebody and here's the thing i want to protect myself from talking to the wrong people yeah so like by having those questions, I know that only the right people are going to fill out all the answers. Yeah, same here. Completely agree. Cool. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for today. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know when this goes live. Thank you so much. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate having you, you having me on your show. And I, I look forward to watching this interview and seeing, you know, the future episodes that you have with everybody when it comes <laughs> on. Quality. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my bag. The Alpha Ultimatum, my 10-week malperformance mentoring. Build your body, build your mind, live limitless. Get 2015 started right. We'll be working on your inner game as well as building the body to match. We start in January, so now is the time. We've Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there. Claim a limited strategy session with me where I'll be going through exactly what you need and dealing with your issues. Don't delay those. Obviously, there's only one of me and I'm talking to all of you personally. Thank you so much for listening today. Please connect with all the social media with Awaken Your Alpha. It's Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha. Twitter, at Awaken Your Alpha. Instagram as well, it's at Awaken Your Alpha. So all some great ways to stay in touch, but please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a little review. It takes literally 60 seconds, but we really appreciate your feedback and it will help us continue to grow and get stronger. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.